From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, February 9th. I'm Sarah Wright. The Promotores de Salud, a Spanish-speaking community health workers program that's funded by the county with supplemental money from the Community Foundation to buy groceries for families in isolation or quarantine, is heading into its third month. The Promotores focus on getting information about COVID-19 to people who need it, often in person, by handing out flyers or calling people at home. Promotore Sergio Perez said people who need information about how to stay safe or get tested or vaccinated also come to the office of Nuestra Alianza, the Willits-based nonprofit that's taken on the program. He hasn't encountered a lot of vaccine hesitancy, but it's hard for Latino essential workers to get vaccinated, partly because the population skews young and partly due to breakdowns in communication about which documents people need to get their shots. Most Latinos here in Mendocino are 55 and younger. So if and if we want to reduce the cases in Latinos, I know the vaccine the vaccine is going to help reduce the the, the numbers. But how is going to help if Latinos are not 65 or 60 or 75 old? We we have to make sure that we help Latinos get vaccine, especially to the to people that are working, people like agricultural workers that they work so close together and they cannot stop working. So we have to make sure it's not only the age; it has to be for those essential workers that are in high risk to get to give it the virus. Laura Diamondstone, an epidemiologist who's been working on the program since its inception and writes the regular reports, outlined some of the other challenges the outreach workers face. Testing access, vaccine access, and just general information access. Promotorists are creatively working around many systemic issues from lack of information as a whole, and then lack of translation, and then lack of getting that information into people's hands who do not have internet, emails, and some without even smartphones. Dinah Hutton is the board president of Nuestra Alianza. She thinks the promotores have met a lot of those challenges, plus a few they weren't expecting. There were a lot of things that we did not anticipate. One of them was that we needed a lot of money for food to help people who were isolating. So we need to provide them with 10 days of food. And we didn't have that money. The Community Foundation kindly granted us most of it. And the same for all the other things that will help people isolate The food, the bleach, filters, face masks, smoke alarms, space heaters, HEPA filters, all kinds of things that will keep them, keep their family members from getting sick if somebody is still well and uh, help them stay there. It's very hard to stay there. They are scared about losing their jobs. They are scared about um, losing their paychecks for the time they're not working. So um, a lot of work was done with workers' rights and employers' responsibilities. That, that has proven very, very helpful. Communication is key to public health outreach. Perez and Diamondstone talked about caregivers who work under the table and can't get a vaccine without a pay stub, even though they're eligible essential workers. When they go to the clinic, they request a paycheck. And even though a lot of, of, of people are getting letters from the people that they're taking care of, that hasn't been helping them. And yes, I think that there has to be a different way 
where people can get vaccine vaccines even though they don't have a proof of, uh, of a paycheck staff. We know that the Adventist vaccine clinics are now going by age, not for essential workers. So we're dependent on county clinics to get essential workers and people that were missed in phase one, like the caregivers without pay stubs, and now agricultural workers without pay stubs. There's just discrepancies around the, the, the county of how accessible and how, how receptive people are when not showing up with the exact eligibility requirement. On Friday, Public Health Officer Dr. Andy Korn talked about the methods of identification that the county is accepting. People can use uh, any other form, you know, any secondary form of, uh, of identification. It does not have to be a United States or California ID. Uh, we've accepted Mexican passports and other kinds of methods to identify themselves. We do. We would like to have, if they're coming in because of their employment status, at least a note from their employer um, that says that they work for them in such and such a way uh, so that we can uh, follow the distribution in an equitable and a fair way. We, we, we recognize this is a problem with undocumented workers, and we're trying to work around that and be as liberal as we possibly can. What do you need in order for that message to, to get down to the ground on the clinics? We need for the county to address that with the vaccine administrators. Many people can't make their appointments for vaccines, so they go to the North Alianza office at the Grange, and promoters help them make the appointments on the web. Then, after all that effort, people show up and then they're refused vaccines, even with letters of employment. So we need for the county to make it very clear to the vaccine administrators what the requirements are. And so far, the language hasn't changed. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.